This is the Grow the Benches Weekly Short. We are back for another episode where we kind of review what's going on on the blog this week. And we have a topic today that is of perpetual concern. Yes. Uh, recruitment is always going to be on our plates. And today I am speaking with Phil Harwood about Hi, that Leslie. subject. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? I am very well, thank you. Cool. I mean, we're we're in the midst of the fall, and so many things are going on. But in particular, this one is this recruitment issue is always kind of top of mind. So, mm-hmm. for sure, what you got? Well, you know, uh, um, obviously, you know, a lot of our listeners are in the. Uh, contracting business and a lot of them are in the snow business so you know thinking about snow recruiting but just recruiting in general and just thinking about the state of our world with you know um, less people working uh, as a percentage of the population people being um, you know um, having other opportunities to not work and find funding in other places there's just a lot of things going against the employer today um, when we're yeah. trying to find, you know, when we can't figure out the immigration policies. And so, you know, there's lots of really great people that would love to come here in our country and work, but we can't figure out a way to get them here. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, it's just an ongoing problem. And I see it everywhere I go. Everyone's shorthanded. Every restaurant, every hotel, every anywhere you go, everyone's shorthanded. For sure. The, Hours I mean, are limited. Things are restricted. It's, it's really bad. And people are... Um... Golly, it seems like since the pandemic, there is um, such a focus on what can I do from home? Right. You can't. Yeah, and I get it. You, you can't landscape or you can't remove snow from your basement. Yeah. So so there's just this ongoing challenge mm-hmm. for, for recruiting and for talent. Hold, and, and, and really, you know, employers today, I mean, the, the, the solution, which isn't really the point of, of this week's blog um but really is to be a great employer that's very attractive and we're real sticky or you're holding on to your people as long as you can for you know not necessarily for life because you know people have choices and you know but but just to be a, a an employer of choice if you will sure but with things... a very high t- retention rate even then though you're going to have a turnover which is probably what you're just going to say well no i was going to say but things have changed things have mm-hmm. changed dramatically probably in the last three to five years in terms Mm -hmm. of how you're going to be finding people. I mean, getting, you know, retention's a whole another blog conversation, right? Right. Exactly. Um, But how, how do you get to people in ways that it's relevant for today's way of doing business? Yeah. And that's really the point of the, of the podcast this week in the blog. So, um, yeah. So, you know, I just, I, I constantly am running into, employers who are just you know stuck using kind of outdated methods Mm -hmm. and so kind of want to compare and contrast those what i would consider outdated methods with with really what they should be doing today and there's some it's going to take you know recognition that i need to change what i'm doing these things they worked 10 years ago 20 years ago 30 years ago they don't work today yeah so what are they Yes, you know. some of that's uncomfortable, and some of it is not. Some of it's phenomenal. Yeah. So right. what, yeah. So you know, when you think about kind of the 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 way that used to work mm-hmm. <laughs> back in the you know 
paper file cabinet days <laughs> of old, or maybe not even that far uh -huh. back, but just, you know, pre-pandemic. Let's just go there. Amen. Right? Yes. Um, you know, I think recruiting was not something that a lot of employers really embraced as a positive thing. They kind of saw it as a necessary evil. Yeah. It was something that, you know, someone had to deal with, but it really wasn't a primary job for anyone mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it was something you did kind of holding your nose like yeah i gotta work this in but i wish i didn't have to because i have other stuff to do yeah so it just it was it's almost like you're just approaching this with a bad attitude to begin with yeah right and you don't want to deal with it because you're like man i don't have time to deal with this if if only everyone was staying here for life <laughs> you know so you got this this right from the beginning you got this bad attitude which I think just sets you up in a really horrible way for recruiting. Totally does. And like, who wants to apply for that? Right. <laughs> so, so then, you know, so then you have, okay, well, we got to post the job. Yeah. So really without any thought, cause you know, no one has time for this. Um, we just take the, the big ginormous job description that we wrote at some point with <laughs> all these requirements, you know, this is laundry list of requirements, you yeah. know, prerequisites. And we just post that as the job posting. Mm -hmm. Here you go. You know? No, and <laughs> in reality, nobody's really qualified for that. Yeah, it's way yeah. too much. It's yeah. way too over the top. It's very negative. It's all the stuff you, you know, well, here, and it's just so um, burdensome that, you know, mm -hmm. people read, today, people read those huge job descriptions with all the requirements and they just pass. They just move on. They're not, no one's ever going to reply for that job. Yeah. Okay. Um, they ask for resumes. Well, that's an unnecessary thing. Maybe, mm -hmm. you know, if you're hiring someone at a certain level, yeah, they probably have a resume. It probably doesn't hurt to ask for it. They were going to send it anyway at some point or bring it with them. But, you know, to, to assume someone has a resume and make that part of the process, probably isn't a great move in today's environment. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next thing on my list is communicating by phone or email. Yeah. Today's, today's workers don't want to communicate by phone or email. No. I don't I like mean, communicating by phone or email half the time. I, you know, send just, me a text. It takes, it takes too much time. Yeah. So, you know, and people are like, oh, I can't believe it. You know, I called somebody and they didn't answer and I sent them a text and they responded two seconds later. Mm -hmm. Duh. Yeah, because they, like, don't, they don't have time to pick up the phone, but yeah. they can quickly respond to you. Right. Yeah. They're in a meeting or they're, in, they're sitting, they're in class or they're, or they just, like you said, they don't want to get into a 20 minute conversation about, you know, mm -hmm. the weather and the sports and the, you know, but send me a text. I'm going to respond. Yes. I can do that. All day. Um, the next thing, you know, the old way is just way too many steps in the process, over-engineered, without really justification. So do we really need an eight-step process? Can we do a two-step process? Can we speed this up? Yeah, especially initially, right? Yeah. And then I see delays. I see every step is like two days, three days, a week, two weeks. Like, that's a killer. Yeah, I'm moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's hiring. I'm going to, if I want a job, I'm going to get a job today. Yeah. Okay. Not three weeks from now. <laughs> it, it's crazy, but it's, I mean, those kinds of expectations are set now. They are. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, not using assessment tools. There's, there's some really good 
really high quality assessment tools available today um, or using assessment tools that just aren't all that great. Mm. Um, so I see a lot of that. I see unstructured interview questions, just, just kind of random, make it up as you go. Yeah. Again, not respecting anyone's time. Yeah. No scoring. So just kind of winging it in the mm-hmm. interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then as I think this is part of recruiting as well, that onboarding is very made up in the last minute. It's ad hoc. It's only focused on the first day or two. Yeah. Um, it's very short term in focus and there's no follow up plan like over the next that whole onboarding period. It's really what I see for a lot of people is it just doesn't no one's really built it out. Yeah. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Talk about number one retention mistake right there. Yeah. So so <laughs> if you if you follow all the old outdated practices, you know, no wonder you're having a hard time recruiting. Because you're making it so difficult and so unattractive for someone to jump on board. Yeah, this is a simple thing. (laughs) Yeah. So the new way is really just the opposite of all that. So taking a different approach and, you know, taking a very positive, hey, we're always going to have to recruit. It's it's just the way it is today. Take a very, very sales-oriented approach. Like, you know... If you're selling work in your website focused on customers, you're not going to have a bunch of negative requirements for them to jump through. So don't focus there. Focus on what's attractive. Focus on your culture and your mission and how you're saving the world. Make it sell me sell me your company. No kidding. This this is so relevant because I want to be excited about yeah, I'm applying at this place because. Yes. Yes. The why is so important today. Very important. Um, post an attractive opportunity for me, you know, with some positive messaging, which is taking that a sales approach one step further in the job posting. Don't just throw up your job description with all the requirements. Create a very attractive, relatively short post that is inspiring to me that's going to catch my attention. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to read 20, 30, 40 posts and I'm going to decide. Oh, that one looked pretty good. Give me oh, a reason sure. to click on your ad. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Don't ask me for a resume. And how can I do this? How can I do this? <laughs> yeah. Quickly. Send me a text. Yeah. Keep the steps as simple as possible. Don't make me go through eight steps if two steps can get the job done. For sure. And don't delay me. If you if I'm going to wait three days, I'm gone. Yeah. I'm, you, I am gone. Okay. Not going to be there in three days. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Let's talk about that for just a second, though. It's like, so somebody, you, you, you've texted an application. Um, how, how can we put that together? Like, what's the next quick step? Well, so the next step is a quick text to acknowledge yep. and to let people know what's happening next. You yes. Know, queue them up. Love it. Um, get them to that next step in the process. Send them a reminder. Send them another reminder, just like you do when you go get your haircut. Got it. You know, I get yeah. four reminders before mm-hmm. I get my haircut every time. It's like, I appreciate it because I might forget. Um, so it's all automated. Use a good system that'll automate things. But here's the thing. Okay. People, employers think, oh, well, there's this big funnel and I'm going to collect all the resumes and I'm going to go through them and I'm going to take the top three and I'm going to interview them 18 times and then I'm going to make a job offer. And they think about this in a a linear, 
process, like yeah. a, a flow chart. It doesn't work that way. Not if anymore. you're recruiting for some, if you have one applicant and they're qualified, you, you hire them. Yeah. You don't put them on standby for three weeks going, well, I, I got to get the pipeline full and I got to get my 25 resumes and I got to have three interviews and I got to pick. No, you don't have time for that. Because that first candidate who was ready to go three weeks ago is gone. Mm -hmm. so, so that's you, the problem. So you have some minimum requirements that get the person in the door. Right. Um, and you have a pretty good idea that that person is somebody you want coming through. And you can't wait. The door. You can't yep. wait until you have mm -hmm. three more people and then pick the best one. If you have a qualified candidate, you have to hire them. Yeah. And that's a different philosophy. For sure. And then once you get somebody in the door, you can quickly get them on, up and running if you've got really good procedures in place. Right. Right. So two more things before we get to that. Yep. Um, using a quality assessment tool. Yes. Super critical. Make sure that what you're using is um, legit and is research-based and actually works. And is specifically for hiring. And, and for that type of hiring. Gotcha. So we use... Uh, you know, Grow the Bench offers recruiting services. We mm -hmm. recruit for our clients. And we use some of the very best assessment tools. And we'd be happy to talk to you about what those are. But, you, you know, you can't just pick one and hopefully it's a good one. you got to really do your homework. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then asking structured interview questions with preset answers and scoring. This takes some enormous work. Mm -hmm. And this is why we're so, so successful with recruiting for our clients because we've done all that work. Okay, we've invested the so time. So this is something that you can kind of have. It doesn't have to be customized for each individual. Correct. Okay. Right. These are gotcha. common questions, but they're structured interview questions that have mm -hmm. answers and a scoring guide. And so, you know, you're asking the same person. Every time you're recruiting for a specific position, you're asking the same set of yeah, questions. Yeah, great process. That's yep. awesome. And then once you have someone on board, you know, having that, onboarding plan in writing yes. all the way through their first 90 days and then that first year having that mapped out as well mm -hmm. having those feedback reviews and even their you know potential pay increases have all that mapped out have it ready to go so that you're not just making it up or forgetting about it because that happens a lot people yep. just get thrown in the hopper and they just get lost and they get forgotten about and then you know what? They move on. Oh, gee, why'd they move on? I was well, going to say, yeah. They never felt cared for. You didn't take care of them. That That is beneficial for both the employer and the employee because at the end of the first year, you've really developed a relationship that shows continuity and caring yes. and has, right. has probably built a level of trust. Yeah, for sure. So lastly, I just... I'm so passionate about this. And, you know, we've really kind of pulled back the curtain on our recruiting, some mm -hmm. of the building blocks of our recruiting process. But if anyone who's listening to this wants some help with recruiting, talk to us. You know, respond to the email, get in For touch sure. with us. We'd love to talk to you about what we can do to help you with recruiting um, because there's a, there's a better way. There is a better way. And honestly, at this point, it's like if you if you really want to build a good team that's going to be around for a while, you got to start with a good process. Mm -hmm. So you can take the time to develop that yourself or you can lean on Grow the Bench mm -hmm. um, for the expertise that both Phil and Neil 
bring to the table. Absolutely. This was great. It's it's good to kind of look at what was and what is. There's a big gap between the two. And today's methodologies of recruiting may very well be exactly what you need. Um, so thanks, everyone, for listening to Grow the Benches Weekly Short. Um, come back with us in a couple of weeks, and we'll be back with Phil. Um, next week, I'll be here with Neil. So until then, have a great week, and thanks very much for listening to Grow the Benches Weekly Short.